0: Welcome back to the Manor Post Weekend Review Show. I'm your host Ali, and joining me as always we have Si and Dave. How are we, gentlemen?
1: Uh, not too bad, thank you. Aye, not bad, thanks, Ali.
0: Yeah, both both teams let let the review side down this week. Um, we were on a we we're on a bit of a roll for the past few weeks. Si um, comes back for his holiday and ruins it for us, basically.
1: Yeah, I'm, g- I'm going to have to go away again. I think. <laughs> I know, I was um, we
2: last week's pod talk about uh, how size Aston Villa are going to be in the Champions League next season, or the season <laughs> after, I think. things yeah. have taken a turn.
0: I also said, I said on, on Friday, just chatting with you boys, that if Newcastle won at the weekend, they were going to win the league next season, so um, that's, that's got the pot as well.
1: I'd assume <laughs> that you'd had a couple of drinks before you said that.
0: Unfortunately, I don't drink, it's just my insanity played up. <laughs> <laughs> um well, the Premier League kind of messed up this weekend, really. Uh, I think we only had four games on TV out of, the, out of all ten um, with Sky, uh, where the Premier League decided to put six games on today, and only two of them on TV, which is absolute baffling. But um, we, we'll we go back to Saturday anyway. We've got the early kick-off. Uh, Brighton-Nell-Liverpool 2. Fairly comfortable result. Um, not really. I mean, apart from the the goalkeeper send her off. Like controversy, there's not really much really in the game. I feel
2: no, it was it wasn't uh, wasn't vintage Liverpool. Um, it actually was vintage Brighton, where they had you know, quite a bit of the ball and didn't deal <laughs> with it. Um, I thought actually the second half um, you were quite sloppy in terms of you know you, you normally know, that's your sort of bread and butter is picking teams off on the counter attack, but. Your mate Henderson in particular was particularly bad at playing, um, passes forward and eventually got, I think got subbed off in disgrace. For James Milner, <laughs> you know, like, the final yeah. straw maybe, but, um, as you say, once you got the first goal, I don't think there's really in that much doubt. Um, and as we were just torn off, off, there, off live there, how on earth Sanchez didn't get sent off for whatever it was you could describe as that he did to Diaz on the goal. I I just don't know what would be a red card, if that's not a red card.
0: Yeah, like, uh, so uh, again, as we were talking talking off here, I was I was under the process of coming back from golf during the first half, so I was listening on TalkSport, much to my shame, but when TalkSport are outraged that there's a decision going against Liverpool, you know it had to be something bad, so when i seen it, um, the, the biggest comparison I had was, obviously, like I said to you boys, the Manny kicking Ederson, one, I think it was about four seasons ago now. Um, Man, he got sent off. Man, they end up absolutely annihilating us after that. Uh, but uh, if this is a player doing it to a, another player, player doing it to the goalkeeper, he's probably going to jail. Uh, <laughs> it was just there, there is. I mean, we'll come on to a couple of decisions that we we'll, that are arguable. Uh, we'll come on to one in the Newcastle one, which still baffles probably both of us, Dave. Um, but this <sighs> one's like in what. Surely this one can't even go down as the the double jeopardy one because it's not a it's not a it's not a penalty. It's, the, the goal went in. This is this is just clear assault.
1: Well, it's not an attempt at the ball, is it? He's he's gone to to try and hit the player. So yeah, that sort of rules the double jeopardy thing out. And the, like, I don't I don't understand how Mike Dean watching it in real time can't give it as a red card. But you've got the luxury of VAR to go and look at these things, and how look after looking at that again, you you don't punish that with the Reds. But also the sort of crazy thing is, if if that header goes wide, he probably does give a penalty and send him off. So, oh yeah, I really strange one that.
0: Um, yeah, I suppose because it would be the would probably give it for last man, though, more than. I it's like a goal scoring opportunity rather than actual assault <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that's the issue with it um, it's just i mean i, I mean you brought it up game obviously as well but is there any try to look up from a referee side of it can you can you think of any logical reason why this is i don't did he even get a yellow for it No.
2: That wasn't even wasn't even booked no, I, mean, I mean, they can't award a yellow on review i don't think it's got to be it's like a know. red or, or nothing mm-hmm. but you saying I can kind of make my peace with the ref on the field not giving it because there's obviously a lot going on, not least you know the ball going in the net. <laughs> um, but then for someone on VAR to go and look at that and go, you know what? That's not a punishable offence. Like that's absolutely wild. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's just strange. Uh, completely agree okay with you. In the second half, obviously that's what I got to see. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't wasn't great for me. Um, I don't think there's much argument about the penalty. I thought it was kind of a clear handball decision. Um, unlucky, the defender was slightly a bit stupid to have your hand up there at, at that time. Uh, I thought Navi Keita yeah, was yeah. probably Liverpool's best
2: player. Uh, I thought probably Diaz would have been for me, but um, on another day, Diaz could have had four or five assists. Like I don't know what's going. Yeah. Well, I don't This happens to Moussa every season. It gets to like March, and all of a sudden, you need like ten ten chances to score one. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it always happens this time of year, but it seems to be the case. Uh,
0: I, I, that's a. It's probably your your view is probably the right view as a frustrated fan under the whole contract situation. Um, I put. Uh, I do wonder how much of it's down to that's playing on his mind and getting to him. But I don't know. Uh, I've, I've never really noticed the whole. I know he goes through. There's a spell that you always just go through where you know things are. He's just missing like the most glaring, which is strange. I mean, if you go back to when he first signed for Liverpool, Mo Salah genuinely could have had forty league goals every season, (laughs) (laughs) which is frightening to think about.
2: Yeah, he does. He does miss um, quite a lot of good chances, but you know, he obviously deserves credit for getting in those positions a lot of the time. No one scores every chance they get, so we'll not be too harsh on him, but. I just, i don't know what it is. I feel like this time every season he goes through this like spell where he—he uh, he seems to miss a lot of a lot more than usual. But I don't know. Might just be tiredness.
0: My two two favourite parts of the game: Adam Lallana coming on in the forty-six minute, going off in the fifty-three minute, third minute <laughs> and then Jonathan <laughs> Henderson going off. Just, just, yeah, just the nice moments. <laughs> um, there's not really much to to say really on on the game. I'd say it was a. Typical Brighton, Liverpool won at the best, but another three points. Puts massive pressure on City, obviously, who are playing tomorrow night.
2: I was gonna ask you, do you think you know you're still uh, there? It's on, Tel it's race off. Sorry? You still think Tel is on or is it still? I I think a lot of work league. In the Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Fair enough. I, I I do, I don't know. I don't know why. I think it um had you asked me what, what, what a month ago when City kind of dropped the point, really? Um, I don't know. I just think players. The only thing that, that obviously can sit well, actually, the thing that makes me so confident is City are desperate for this Champions League, and we know what Pep gets like when those games start coming. <laughs> for, um, Kyle Walker will be in goal at some point. <laughs> <laughs> he might bring Aguero out of retirement. Just, you know they'll do. He'll do something mad. Um, and that's my only, only. I don't think they're mentally strong enough to ever win the Champions League. They just—they're a bit like PSG. They just—I don't know what it is. Just, they just. And I would fancy beating them, you know, in a one-off game, or if we got them in a over a two-leg, I'd completely be okay getting them. I, I'm more worried about the league game than ever we got them in a in a European tie. If that makes sense.
2: No, makes perfect sense.
0: Um, I, yeah.
1: I admire your confidence, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, there's almost no reason not to be like it's where we were what six weeks ago. We were what ten points, eleven points behind them, and now down to three points. And obviously, I think it's April the tenth. So what's that? Two, three weeks away, maybe. If, if we are still right on them. Um I, I think they'll feel the pressure. We've got nothing to lose as such. Like we're expected to win the league. We are to a certain extent, but like from where they were to, it's almost like the Liverpool two thousand and fourteen when we were so many points clear and <laughs> away. Um, so hopefully they do the same in the last last few games of the season. Uh, next up on this Saturday, which I assume was the three o'clock game, Brentford two Burnley nil. Uh, things i not looking great for Burnley, Dave.
2: No, it's great, isn't it? Um, <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> uh,
2: um, I think we, we kind of all made the same assumption that Burnley was, it kind of turned a corner uh, and they were going to get out of this. Um, but this is a bit of a setback for them. Um, I kind of did, I didn't expect them to lose this. I thought it would probably be a draw um, and it looked like it was going to be for a long time and then Penford got the goal and a second goal on on the break. Um as it's it's not like Burnley. Um I think they've lost Ben May to injury, which is uh, affected them somewhat. Especially as, as direct replacement got sent off. Um, but on the plus side for them, their next league game is at man City. So
0: <laughs> yeah, comfortable win there. Uh, I mean Simon, you missed last week, and, and me and Dave spoke about it also. Well, we'd all been concerned about. Brentford, as such, obviously the last few weeks that we did it together. But we did say that if we Tony coming back and Ericsson coming into the team, that if, if they two could, you know, perform to the mm. levels that are expected, then results would pick up. And obviously it was the two that combined, combined yesterday.
1: Yeah. So what's that? Back to back wins for them, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Norwich win last week and obviously Burnley this weekend. It's it's what they needed, and I think they. I think they've probably got themselves to a relative position of safety. Now, they probably only need one more win. Maybe maybe another four or five points in the remaining nine games, which it's not going to be easy, obviously, because they'd been on the horrific run before that Norwich game last week. But, yeah, with the Tony coming back to fitness and obviously Ericsson getting up to speed again, May just give them enough to see them over the line. Like I, I wouldn't be confident in their chances next season if they stay off. But sort of looking at the teams below them and the form that they're all in, I think that win may have just been enough to, to see them through now for this season. Yeah,
0: okay, completely agree, Dave. Any any thoughts on it? As I say, after last week, after two weeks ago, sorry, last week we were a bit more optimistic with the, obviously with the two players, but. Um. Last week's winning and then, and this week's is a big boost for them.
2: Yeah, I mean this this last seven days is pretty much as as, as guaranteed. It's going to stay up. Um, I, I think they'll be alright now. It's looking more like three from five. Um, I, I guess again you look at the games in hand and if, you know, if Everton and Burnley each win lots of games in hand, it's going to suck Brentford in. But I just can't see any of those teams in the bottom five <laughs> stringing wins wins together at the minute. They, a lot of them look pretty devoid of confidence. Um, obviously, I think Norwich have f- pretty much gone. Obviously, come on later on, um, but none of them would be back to sort of win two, three, four games on the spin at the end of the stage of the season. It just isn't going to happen, is it? So, um, I, I think Brentford be all right now.
0: Yeah, no, I, I did say the thirty point mark probably this season was probably going to be enough. Uh, I couldn't see three teams getting to thirty, and Brentford have hit that. 30 point mark, which is quite damning on the Premier League at 30 So you need to stay up now. Uh, evening kick off on this Saturday. Now, I haven't seen any of this um, apart from the Harry Maguire on goal, which is an absolute delight. Um, but a uh, Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick secures a 3 2 win against Tottenham. Um, Conte must be pulling that wig off, Dave. <laughs> like, Keith uh, Man City lose to Burnley or drew to Burnley, I can't remember the final result. And um, a quite really good one last week. They looked looked good. Um, Harry Kane looked back to his best, and then lose to Man United.
2: I know it's uh, it's kind of sums up the season, does not it? Where every time we think someone, like you know, we've written off Man United more times than than, than uh, ever before, and keep thinking, you know, we keep writing Tottenham back on, and <laughs> all these other sort of like, as you said, losing to Burnley was was one thing, going out the cup to Borough was another. Like it's. Uh, they're a very difficult team to predict, uh, to say the least. Um, I mean, the eighth, like we keep talking about being in contention for the top four, and they're, they're currently, you know, four, five points and four places behind with two games in hand. So it's uh, it's a very it's a very strange, very strange season for them. Uh, I like Kulosevsky, I don't know we talked about him last week, I can't remember, but he um, he is streets ahead of all the other players they've tried in that front three. Um he is um he looks the real deal. If they've got him permanently they you know, they've done really well there.
0: Yeah, I was speaking to a guy who was on obviously last week, Dave, and you, if you guys watched the game you might really like confirm. But he's obviously Son's probably second second best player in the in this, in the sports team, but he said he was one of the worst performers I've ever seen from in this game as well. Um I don't know what you guys can can add to that. <clears throat>
2: Uh, I mean, you missed a, a decent chance. Um, I don't remember him doing an awful lot else, to be honest. But maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. Um, I think the highlight of match today, that him and I mean, Kane wasn't great either. To be quite honest with you, but uh, I think that pretty much some Tottenham up. If those two aren't on, then uh, Tottenham aren't really on.
0: Yeah, Phil. Simon, any any thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, uh, Tottenham. I think sort of they'll look back and be. Really annoyed that they've lost this game. So they kind of, I thought they played reasonably well actually. Um, they just switch off at the most ridiculous times. I mean, the goals they conceded. I mean, the first one, I don't know, have you, have you guys, obviously, Dave, you've seen the goals. Have you, you haven't seen any of the goals in this at
0: least? No, I've not seen any of it, buddy.
1: So Ronaldo's first goal, like, it is a good strike, but I was kind of watching it back and thinking, I wonder if the keeper should be doing better because it's it's not right in the roof of the net. It's not into the corner, like, it's, and he's hit it from he, a long way out. It's, it's a good she, strike. Hugo, would
2: really single? <laughs> yeah, I, he went with like his what I call his wrong hand. Like, yeah, trying mm-hmm. to go and force himself. Yeah, because obviously, I, mean, I think he's left. His left foot. He's presumably left-handed, and you can see like he tries to get like his left hand across to to uh, to tip door. But, yeah. <laughs> Just so, like it just looks really awkward to me, but he's obviously a professional goalkeeper. I'm not, but um, I agree. I agree as well. Like Eric Dyer is standing there watching Ronaldo, who you know all he does is shoot. So, <laughs> it. He will shoot. Just throws him down, and he's standing there just going like, "Well, go on," and obviously he does. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, what what I did enjoy was um, sort of looking through Twitter afterwards the uh, loads of Man United fans sort of saying, oh, as, as if people thought is the problem. So uh, I was delighted that he's, he scored that hat-trick because it keeps yeah, him, him in, him. That, in yeah. that deluded mindset <laughs> that everything's okay with him in
0: there. <laughs> 100%. I, I want them to believe that Ronaldo and Harry Maguire is their answer. Keep them in for as long as possible because as long as that analytic team, the manager and the fans believe in Harry Maguire, I'm all for it.
2: Also, I though is that Sancho looked like the player they actually purchased um for one of the first times when I've seen him in a many night show he was very good. Um and, and well, I guess you would say that Ronaldo got the types of goals that you'd expect him to have more of. Like a header from a corner, he's obviously ex- excellent in the air. Um the top in from Sancho's good work. Uh, and I suppose you know, the, the screamer from twenty five yards, thirty yards, whatever it was. Um he hasn't really done that while since he's come back, so you know, a good day for him, but we haven't seen anywhere near enough of that, maybe not tricks, but, you know, a lot of those sorts of goals haven't really seen from him since he came back
0: Yeah, long may it continue we'll, we'll talk about the, the top four race when we, we go through the rest of the games um, properly, obviously, it's Again, it's like nobody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep throwing away results. Um, Arsenal the only one on a decent run, which also will come on to. We'll move on to Sunday's games, where as we said, six games live for the Premier League. Only two shown on TV, which was fantastic for us. Uh, Dave, I'll come straight to you then. Um, Chelsea won Newcastle nil. um the 89th minute defeat. Hard to take, given some of the circumstances in the game as well.
2: Yeah, I thought we did really well then. Obviously, we've been on a good, good run of form, um, and I thought you know we made Chelsea look pretty, pretty ordinary, really, as an attacking team for pretty much the entire game. Um, I never really felt like we were going to lose, I didn't necessarily think we were going to win, but um, I felt like we had them at arm's length throughout. Um, Havertz very lucky to be on the field, in my opinion, um, to elbow someone in the face like that. I think you know he's, he's lucky to get away with it. Um, and obviously we should have had a penalty. I, I still don't really understand how Chalabas got away with that one on Murphy. Um think the ref gave a corner as well, and then VAR didn't overturn it. Um, I just find absolutely incredible. Um, and it's probably the first time I remember that like every single pundit and commentator, anyone else who's seen it, was like totally on our side and didn't make a you know some sort of rubbish argument against it. Um, but for credit where to due. The goal they scored was exceptional. The touch and the, obviously the finish with he has pretty much you know one yard to play with, and he absolutely nails it. Um, so so fair play for that. But um, I don't want to turn this into geopolitics on the post, but it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to Chelsea over the next few weeks and months, um, because their squad is. Obviously, very good, but it also has a lot of players who maybe are out of contract, so so Rudiger, um, to a lesser extent, uh, Christensen and Aspeliqueta. If, if we, you know if this transfer ban goes on for a long, for a fairly long time, uh, it would be very interesting to see what they do. Uh, you'd expect other players to want to leave if they, you know, they can't get paid, whatever else might happen. Um, it might be the end of Chelsea as we know it, and you know, yeah. I don't want to say let's hope it is because this type of thing. May well have to us in a few years, um, <laughs> but they just—I've been no secret. It's like I just don't like Chelsea Football Club. I don't like their fans, except Ryan and Suggs. I don't like—I <laughs> don't like the majority of their players. Uh, obviously, their owner's a tyrant. Um, I just despise them. The, the grounds, shit all. Uh, and they don't deserve to be where they are, and they're just very lucky that someone came along with that amount of money when they did, or they compost. bust, and we wouldn't be having this conversation.
0: Yeah, I, I echo everything that you said there. I'm trying to find for anybody who wants to read up on how how much trouble the are actually in. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name on Twitter. I'm just trying to find a tweet. Uh, it's Ed something.
2: It's probably Ed Slater, is it? Uh, it could Slater?
0: be part of the... Uh, FFP website and runs all that stuff is that
2: oh, I don't know I can't remember
0: um, but anyway he's I, I'll try and find it and I'll, I will let you know throughout this show um, but he's put out a great thread of tweets on on everything that's going on which else just from the FFP side just talking about how much how serious this is
2: um, yeah because you know, if, if they make no income for any period of time that's going to because affect, set as well yeah well, I mean, what I what, what would say is that I think Tuchel has handled this superbly from his point of view, um, because it can't be easy for him. It's not like you know you, you're trained for this type of situation, but I think he's done very well. Um, but I, I just don't like them. So what will be will be. If
0: Everybody wants to go and have a look. Is Ed Thompson on Twitter? But it's. T-H-O-N-P-S-N no, no O at the end. Um, and he's part of the Financial Fair Play website. And if anybody's going to be, you know, up to date on this, for anybody wants to read how, how this is all going to work out for Chelsea, I say, we'll kind of stay out of the politics side. Um, I, I hope the worst thing happens to the club in the next. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't like the club I don't. Fans again, Bar Ryan. Um, is a horrible club. Um, don't care. Um, I have no care that they bought the success that doesn't bother me. I'd be delighted if it happened to us if we got rich owners and it happened, but they're just they're just horrible. Um, so yeah, don't care. But um, yeah, the goal was goals. I, I just seen the goal there. they absolutely wonderful. But on the send it off, and then I'll come to you. So si, it's just baffling. I just can't work out the logic to any of it. It just it makes absolutely no sense. To the point that they're even talking about how you know the player didn't get the ball. So. Like, what's happened? You can see, he shot it almost off his back.
1: Was oh, that the, the penalty shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you can see why the ref on the pitch didn't give it, because they showed angles that he didn't have, like, a particularly good view. I think there was a number of players sort of in his way. But, I mean, this is surely what the whole point of VAR is meant to be. And, I mean, it was just an outrageously bad decision not to give that penalty, which sort of, on top of not giving the red card to Havertz, which for me was a blatant red as well, I can uh, I can imagine there's a lot of very, very frustrated Newcastle fans after that. Well, yeah,
0: no, just even listening to Eddie Howe talk about it was just, um, you, you can completely understand. As, as Dave pointed out, I think it was, I don't know if we were recording at the time, but it's a good job that Newcastle had been on the run that we're on prior to this, because this could really damage them. You know, I mean that's a point that could have been really, really crucial. Or three points had you scored and held on to the win, obviously, but um, it's just so so unfair, um, as you say, how how well Newcastle had held out and didn't create, you know, many chances that looked like, you know. Massive threats, but so when you do get those, you need them. You need, you just need fairness. You know, you don't even need something to go for you. You just, you just need fairness. It's almost cheating.
2: Well, I mean, that's that's two major decisions going against us today. Um, you think back, and obviously the, the penalty against Man City when Edison wipes Ryan Fraser, and that's not given. Against Liverpool, where Mike Dean doesn't stop playing when we got two players down the box with head yeah, injury. That's like- that's fine. That was all right. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's three fairly, fairly you know, routine decisions which have gone against us against the biggest sides in the what league.
0: You to say, Dave, what am
2: <laughs> What are you? Uh, fill, fill in the fill in the blanks, people at home. <laughs> right, There'll be, uh, be uh, man on the courtroom. So.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah. Let's go straight. as a fan, football fan watching as well. Like, you just want. You just want consistency again. You go back to the Liverpool goalkeeper one. You know, like if you're not going to send them off for that, make sure none, nobody's getting sent off for that. in that case. You know, because you know next week somebody's going to get sent off for the exact same thing, um, and it will be the same. There'll be a pen, Newcastle either a penalty will go against them, or they'll get given a penalty for something much much softer than that. Well, that's, that's, it, it, it. I mean, that's
2: this is the this is the problem with the rules. And we've seen two borderline assaults today, <laughs> um, which. Haven't sorry, this weekend haven't been red cards. Whereas poor old Nathan Collins of Burnley gets sent off for nudging a guy in the back who's through one on one. And I know, like, the rules of the rules, and I don't, I'm not saying it's not a red card, but I'm just saying it's ludicrous that you know, two were fairly, you know, would have been GBH on the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't have looked at a place at the UFC last night. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean. We can add to it, it's a wonderful goal, um, we'll not go into Chelsea's baller, and as you say, it's just a good job, you're safe Dave, uh, who's next for yourselves?
2: We've got Everton away on Thursday night. Um, you feel like we, well, as, we,
0: as you can be going at a game like
2: that. Well our entire midfield, who's been, on, who's been with us for this run, were out today, so Shelby and Willock were unwell, and Joe linton has got an injury. Um, if even one or two of them are back for Thursday, I'll be very confident.
0: Yeah. Well, fingers crossed, as you should you know, well, you know my feelings in that game. <laughs> right, so now we have a set of fixtures that were not shown on TV, so I will run through the scores, and then we can pick out parts of the game that we want to talk about. Also, this includes your, your Aston Villa size, so you can jump in with whatever you like. So we had Everton 0, Wolves 1, what an absolute delight. We had Leeds United 2, Norwich 1, which is a massive result for Leeds, given, given their form. Uh, Arguably the shock of the weekend. Uh what for two well Southampton won one, what for two. Um and then obviously finishing up with West Ham United to Aston Villa one. Uh, take it for there guys, whatever you want to talk about and
1: uh well oh, I'll get our defeat out the way then. <laughs> um, I mean to be fair, it was it's nothing game really, but neither team were particularly great. Um I mean, there's really not an awful lot to sort of analyse on it. They, their, their first goal, it's a really nice touch and finish, but it's poor defending. You can't let a striker control and turn 12 yards out without any pressure on him. And then second goal, we're obviously trying to push forwards, get done on the counter-attack, and that was pretty much it. I mean, at nil. 0 Fabianski made a brilliant save from Danny Ings, um, which I think it was, it was the type of game that whoever scores first would probably go on and win. There was an incident which didn't make it into any highlights packages, which I don't understand where, um, just before half time, Lanzini leathers Douglas Louise in the face. I personally think it should have been a red card. I think if your foot is that high and you're kicking someone with such force that he's had to have stitches in his lip, I'd, I'd say that, that that warrants the Reds rather than a Yellow, which obviously then changes the game. But, you know, we've kind of we we've been on a pretty good run recently and to lose at West Ham, who are, I mean, they'll I, you know, get top four now, but they're in the mix for it on our decent team. It's, it's, not, it's not the worst thing that that's happened this season. So you sort of take it on the chin and move on. Yeah, I, 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 I
0: try to find that Douglas Ruiz cup that you shared again. Um, just to see it again, because you, you've got me doubting myself um, as I said to you off here I've only watched it a couple of times when you shared it, for me it was if he had given a red card I've been, I would have been completely fine with it, but I could almost understand the yellow side of it as I try to explain, you know the whole recklessness rather than I know he's got stitches but it, it was more, I don't know More his initial kick was more reckless and then we. If I remember right, Douglas Louise ran across him.
1: Yeah, I think he sort of yeah, came from the sides. but
0: So, I mean, I mean there, the was, day,
1: obviously, there was no intention, obviously, to do it, but that doesn't really
0: matter. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, as I said, I could understand both. In, in writing for the laws of the game, obviously, reckless is yellow, red, eh, dangerous is red. It's, it, it's ended up dangerous. For me, it was reckless. Just because, obviously, your foot's up that high. But there was no one around him when he's done it originally. But, I, again, I'd have been fine with both. I, I said you you off there, and I, I'll kind of stand by it, just because the way the result's gone. This was nil-nil at the time. This changes the game for you, obviously, if it goes off. And I think that's why you're, you're so adamant again. Um, I, I don't think you're as, as upset if the, if the result is West Ham won Aston Villa too. Um, but as you say, you've been on a really good run of form, so it's it had to come at the end at some point, as you say, West Ham are doing well. Uh, Arsenal up next for yourselves. Another, You've got a couple of big games coming up with Arsenal, Wolves and, and Spurs and Liverpool, actually. So um, yeah, it's a tough four games for Gerrard.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a bit of a tough one coming up. So it was handy to have had that recent good run because we've been on a bit of a slide, really. But I mean, we just kind of at the moment we're, we're mid-table teams so with mid-table teams you're going to get big inconsistency yeah. Um, so yeah I'm, I'm kind of I'm not, I'm not really stressing out about it you see, I've seen some of the reaction uh, on Twitter but as we all know football fans on Twitter aren't the most sensible and like you're looking at some of it and you're thinking do you honestly expect us to win every single game like there needs to be a, a dose of reality at times it was kind of, it was a game today where I think if Declan Rice is in our midfield and uh, someone like Louise is in theirs, uh, then I think we'd probably win that game. Not that Louise is a, is a bad player or anything like that, but De- Declan Rice just sort of, is that type of play in sort of bitty little games like that. You need that midfield powerhouse, You're just going to take the game by a scruff of the neck and I think that was probably the difference today.
0: Yeah, we'll say all along that's the position that you you need the most really. Uh, I mean Dave, any thoughts on the, the villa game and, and take take it away with any of all
2: three? Yeah, well I mean you mentioned Declan Rice there, but it I think it was his run for the um for the second goal. I think he sort of went through maybe two or three tackles. Uh which was, you know, good play. It's what you need what you need late in the game when there's tired legs, so he probably was a difference. I think that's a fair fair comment there. Um Southampton, um, we beat them on Thursday night and it was hilarious because old Ralphie boy has been getting really upset because we uh, didn't play our game in December and then played them with all our, all our new signings uh, and then beat them. Um, and the whole, you know, the club were riled about it because like, they had the DJ playing like a load of songs about money at half time you know, <laughs> because they are, cause they are that small time. Um, so I'm really pleased to see it's really rattled them because they got beat again today. So... <laughs> That's always fun to see. But we did say this about Southampton last week where, you know, they're on a good run now, but then they'll go on a you know, a terrible run for three or four games, losing matches you don't expect them to. Um they're safe, they're is minus nine in the tenth, so it kinda of sums up sums them up, doesn't it? <laughs> um but Watford? They look dead and buried on their uh, <laughs> Dead and buried on uh, Thursday night, was it when they lost to Wolves? I mean, they looked an absolute shambles against Wolves. <laughs> uh, and yet they came back today with a great win. Um, and it's just hodging all over, isn't it? Every time you think he's done, both in life and as manager, um, <laughs> he, gets, he gets another job or he gets another win out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, Watford are back with a shout.
0: Yeah, you do feel Watford have to be kicking themselves for not hiring Hodgson originally, you know, instead of, who did they hire now in the, in the middle man? Ranieri. Ranieri. You just think if, I think they would be more than safe had he been in from then and got, had that extra, what was Ranieri in? Two, two and a half months? Three months?
1: Uh, I'm not sure I think that he came but, in quite early didn't he or
0: well, was it yeah because the Liverpool game was the first game wasn't it
2: uh, yeah. yeah I think I saw a, gra- a graphic the other day where the manager they got rid of um, was in charge of seven matches uh, and now even you know well, we're on 20, 22 games later he still has the highest points per game of all the managers they've had <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's the one that was fired
2: yeah he's um, the one that was good
0: <laughs> uh, I think like, I mean for all your hatred of of Burnley, um, I want to see Watford go down more than any other club. They're just we, we speak about Chelsea being a horrible club, but Jesus Christ, Watford are they're just the lowest of the low. They just are no same whatsoever.
2: But they're fun chaos though. Plus they have like four managers a season, so you know there's always something going on. It
0: gives us something to talk about in a podcast. Please. <laughs> I mean, I, you
2: know, I. I I still think they will go down because that defence can't stay up. It's just not possible. Surely, well, even well, I mean Roy might be a wizard with time, but he's not <sighs> he, he, he can't fix that.
0: <laughs> well, the games are against them. Like obviously they've played played the most. They only have nine games to go. Um, the two teams are around obviously Burnley, as we mentioned, and, and Everton. Obviously, will come on to, come on to shortly. Everton, have got three games at hand on them, but that's time. They say I can't see Everton getting another point. He looked absolute <laughs> abysmal. Um, I, I'm saying it with such a, like, pain in my heart. You know, like, <laughs> such a re- respectable club in, in of the <sighs> city.
2: I'll tell you what, man, their games, obviously, they've got us next, right? So, whatever that, whatever happens there, happens there. They then got their FA Cup game. Mm-hmm. They then go to West Ham. It's not Watford,
0: easy. Oh, yeah, first postponed, sorry, yeah.
2: They um, are at home to Man United. Yep, that's not very easy. Um, they have the Merseyside derby at Anfield. Yeah, probably won't probably won't win that. Then host Chelsea. Yep. So that's that's, that's a nice April. Yep. And, and then in May they go to Leicester on May the seventh. Mm-hmm. They get a week off. They have got they got Brentford at home on May the fifteenth. Yep. And then to finish with Arsenal, they're off to the Emirates. Hooray. Yep. <laughs>
0: Again, you look through those fixtures and other than possibly Brentford, I don't know where they're picking up points.
1: Yeah, uh, it's di- difficult to make a case for that, like, isn't
2: it? I feel like that wasn't enough games. Have they got games like slowly scheduled or something? In,
0: yeah, yeah the, the Watford games postponed.
2: Ah, right,
0: uh, okay. so that, I think that's the only one that's caught on my list, postponed, but um, so Watford Watford's winnable. And then Brentford's one of them. And I would arguably Leicester is one of them on the basis, which we'll come on to talk about. They've got nothing to play for.
2: Yeah, I think if Leicester are if Leicester still in the conference, whatever it's called, yes. by then, uh, you might not say the strongest Leicester team in the world, but like, Everton's defence is so poor.
0: Like, and their midfield and their goalkeeper and their attacker <laughs> And their manager, who is the greatest signing of the season. Let's all ah. round of applause for Frank right Mamp everybody. Go on. Stand
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Well, I tell you what, I can I can only imagine Carl's fury today that uh <laughs> the embarrassing Connor Cody, Liverpool fan, head, heads in the winner. <laughs> and, and then John Joe Kenny gets sent off. It's like all of Carl's favourite people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am awaiting the the private from Cal tomorrow once he hears this podcast because I've went all in on Everton again. Every week it's just like, can you give me a break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Carl. I can't. This is genuinely the happiest time of my life. <laughs> um, and especially under that manager, just makes it that ten times sweeter. Um, I just I just hope and pray all my gloating. And excitement is for nothing, because I'm going to be so disappointed of you since so I had a scrap of your teeth. Um, but another team, just, again, we're not going to the the, the, the politics and all that stuff, but another team that's in severe trouble, financially. Um, so, and they might not need to win their games to go down if a price deduction comes in. Uh, oh, it just be utter delightful. Um, who was the other game? Eh... Uh,
2: Leeds
0: and yeah. Norwich any, any you
2: see any of it You, you watched the Highlights at least there, didn't you I've seen the goals yeah um, Besides In this one actually where Norwich were given a pen And the ref overturned it Well oh. I say the ref, the VAR overturned it But the ref agreed, he looked at the little screen Which was a miracle That one actually used the screens this weekend I'm Surprised that uh, they decided to do that but yeah they, It was going to be a penalty to Norwich And they overturned it
0: Justifiably
2: so um. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a soft award, to be honest, so I'm pleased they overturned. it. Um. Obviously, the headline here was that the Norwich equalised in injury time, and it was all doom and gloom, and then little Joe Gelhart came on and scored the winner, like, in something like the fifth minute of injury time.
0: Yeah, actually, I thought the headline would be, Rodrigo scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember he was a footballer for 30 well, seconds.
2: Ross absolutely despises Rodrigo, so I I don't. I don't think he's that keen on Dan James either. than the pair of them combined for the first goal.
1: I I don't think he's keen on many of them. Well, do you blame him? No, I mean, (laughs) obviously, (laughs) the win today is is big for them, but you kind of you do have to temper the fact that it was against Norwich. I mean, we beat them on Thursday, and they were fucking appalling. I, I. It's only it's only that Everton are so bad as well that that might keep Leeds up, but I'd, I'd be surprised if they stayed up this season. I, I think that's a really, really poor squad of players for the Premier League.
0: Big result for them this though, getting the win. I know it's only, only Norwich, as you see Big games coming up. Norwich, Southampton, then Watford. They must win that Watford game. That's, that is a must. Try to take a bonus points off. They've got Chelsea at the other side of Watford. Um, again, their their running doesn't look great either. Um, so they are away to Wolves, home to Southampton, away to Watford, home to Chelsea, then Palace, then City, then Arsenal. They finish up with Brighton and, and Brentford, which is you know eased off a little bit for them. But um, you really didn't want to be playing Chelsea, City, Arsenal. Um, at least you know in your last eight, nine games. You know, that's not... It's not... <clears ideal. throat> it's a lot of points you're giving up right away. Uh, what's the other game? So that was it for the for those games then. Um, yeah, I mean... Conor Corey with a goal. Nothing much to say that. Uh, we'll come on to the last game that was on TV then. We... Arsenal 2 Leicester Uh I watched the most of this and Arsenal were actually quite a joy to watch, lad. Oh, yeah, right,
2: it's... It's it's like uh, 2004 England back in the out where it's just like everything's one touch. Sometimes unnecessarily, yeah. but it's still nice to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've got a really good young team. You know that. I, I still, I, I'm still not convinced on Arteta as a manager. <laughs> I don't think it ever will be. But you just feel if this team can stay together for a couple of years, that they could really do something with uh, with some right players coming in. You know to fill certain
1: gaps. Possibly, I think the problem is that just from a financial point of view, they don't have the muscle that some of the other teams have. But having said that, if if you're smart with your signings, you never know. I mean, to be fair, I I wasn't really sold on Erdegaard last season at all, but he's he's starting to look like a quite a decent little player, isn't he? Um, yeah, they kind of it's it's annoying because we used to have so much fun. Criticising in Arsenal, and I kind of feel like I've I've lost a little bit of joy every Sunday. <laughs> evening.
0: Oh no, I will still stand by it. Um, and I don't want to be too cocky. Bear in mind, we've got them next. But I do believe that before we played them earlier on in the season, they were on a fair fairly good run as well. And we were talking about how you know how tidy they were, and then we battered them. You know, I don't think the result was. No, I can't even remember the score now.
1: I think it was be
0: 4-0. Yeah, and they had been on a good result. I mean, I'm sure they had been on a good run of games. And they were talking about, unless it was last season, you know. They, no, no, you're right. You're right. They were yeah, they on had a decent run. Had like a 4-5 win streak and they look really good until they come to play big boys and then they get put back in their place. They really are that 4-8, 7-8, place team now. That's, you know, that's where they are. They're like you said about Villa, Simon, you're a mid-table team, this is, you know, it's the sort of results you get with Arsenal, that team who are really good at beating the draws Uh, but that's it
1: Yeah, nah you're right, I mean, I I fully expect you to beat um, them with relative comfort in midweek. but I kind of, I mean I suppose you've got to say fair play to them Sticking with our because I think there was a, a there was a time where it looked like he was you know he was, he was on his last legs, but they sort of stuck with it. And you can now, when when you watch them, certainly in the last couple of months, you can sort of see a, a pattern of play there and like a style, which wasn't always the case when he first came in.
0: Yeah, but he still picked Ramsdale.
1: Uh, oh, just on on Ram style. <laughs> um, oh, honestly, I exactly what you tweeted out earlier. I mean, that save—it was basically straight at him. Honestly, he's like I said—he he's got that say given knack of making a fairly routine save look <laughs> absolutely <laughs> out, out <laughs> of this world. He's it, oh, he really, really does my head in. <laughs>
0: Yeah, completely. Like, do you know what was really frustrating me today? And, and I'm a big fan of his, Martinelli, but he just t- today. I don't know if he's always like this. Uh, again, I don't watch like full games of Arsenal very often, but he just seems like he, he, he has to do like one too many things all the time.
2: There was a few times where he got it and he cut it, and He thought, just shoot, and he'd take another touch yeah. and then like like try and thread it through defenders' legs in the corner. <laughs> like, Well. I mean, you know, if it works, fair play. But if you just shot earlier, you wouldn't have this problem. Um, but I mean, the, what I like about this Arsenal team now is it's, it's really well balanced. Um,
0: yeah, it seems to be. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, they've got um, Taney as a sort of marauding and left back, and the new man now is going to cut in, so he's got the you know the, the left flank down the right. They've got I don't know Cedric at the minute, but Tommy Ashu. The pair of them will just defend, and that lets Saka do his thing a bit more. And in front of him, you know, Party and Shaka. Um,
0: Party settled in really well now. Party well.
2: started to look every bit like a you know the dominant midfielder he was that they, that they purchased. Um, even Shaka doesn't look like an idiot at the minute. I mean, it's only a matter of time before he does again. But <laughs>
1: right, right. F- fingers crossed next weekend.
2: <laughs> but right now he, he looks he looks decent. Um, Gabriel and White, you know, very solid partnership. Um, and they're all every single player on that team is very comfortable on the ball as well, which uh, obviously makes a big difference. And and as you said earlier, Ali, that they, they do ping around quite nicely between them now. Yeah. Um, is like I it's like it's like a dad, isn't he? Like he just kind of like <laughs> he just stands there at the top, works hard, then like lays it off to his kids to do the runabout. Like, um, it just works. Like it's not it's not a long term solution. And if you know if they get in the Champions League. They will have to buy probably five or six players to compete in that, because um, the squad's not the biggest either. But they must have a fair bit in the coffers, having got rid of Obama and off, the, off the off the wage bill.
0: Yeah, but the problem is they've paid all these players so much money and signed these for, them then just let them go for free. <laughs> well, <laughs> well save money on the wage bill, but unfortunately, well, their, yes. their, their profit loss is, is up. I've seen that again. I've seen something a while ago. I can't remember what it was, but. Their, like, their net spend because of it all is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> They've actually made no money selling players in about five years. Um, and I was reminded today that they sold Serge Gnabry for four and a half million.
2: As, a, as little as four and a half, eh? Four
0: and a half million. Um, couldn't get a game. Couldn't get a, if I'm right, couldn't get a game at West Brom either. Um, no, was...
2: t- Tony players didn't read them, which is yeah. po- po- possibly less surprising. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: a lot about Leicester City. It took till the 64th minute for Leicester to get a shot, which took three deflections before landing <laughs> the box. It took till the 65th minute to have a touch in Arsenal's box.
2: Yeah, they're not very good. Okay. But, I mean, Vardy's out for another month, I think I read, um, which comes back to what we were saying a few weeks ago, where his, his body seems to be creaking a little bit. Um as we said earlier as well, all, all their eggs are in that conference league basket now. Surely, like they're not going to make up the 13 points to seventh. I, I wouldn't have thought. Um, but they, they, they just don't look like a like a top team at the minute. Um, there's no real identity there at the moment. Um, possibly because you know Vardy's out and that's been their game plan for so long. Um, there's got a lot of kind of like nice footballers. I like Jewsbury Hall. I think he looks like he will be a good player. Um, but I think they look like a bit of a sad transition to me. They, they, there's probably going to be quite a few ins and outs there. I think in the summer.
0: Jewsbury Hall seems like a wedding venue, so <laughs> I, just, I just can't rate him that high. That <laughs> um, beating the drum on this again um, on the whole Brendan Rogers and leaving Leicester, but. Uh, if like let's let's say the league's gone, they've kind of thrown the league. Um, they as you say, they baskets all on the Europa Conference Mickey Mouse trophy. Um, if they don't win that, they're obviously trophyless. They're out of Europe for next season. I'd say yeah, completely. Yeah, they're well, um Is it time for Brent Or has he done as much as he can do with them? You know. Obviously, you know my thoughts on Brendan in general, but obviously you are a bit more level-headed when it comes <laughs> to this. Like Leicester's owners are quite nice; they're probably one of the nicer owners in the league. They're not—they're not really ruthless as such, you know. What—what what do we reckon their owners' expectations at Leicester are? The fans' expectations—are are they happy just to pull along again after you know it was only what? Hey, seven year ago. They won the league six years ago. Um, obviously, finishing, you'd imagine the highest they're going to really finish is maybe 10th, uh, arguably ninth. but I think Villa have got a stronger squad than them this season. What, yeah, where, where do you reckon Leicester go next season if they don't win the conference league? I
2: think they'll actually do them the world of good, to not have that sort of Thursday-Sunday football for a while. Um, not just because they've got some aging players who could possibly do with not playing twice a week, um, but as think as it's similar to what happened with Arsenal, really, where they've had the chance to, to focus on, on on the domestic uh, trophies and cups and leagues, whatever you want to call them. But yeah. uh, as I said earlier, I do think, you know, I think Rogers called out a few of the players after the Forest loss, um and when when a manager does that it's you know, there's either gonna be a huge turnover players in the summer or the manager will go. Um and I I just think they'll they'll give him another crack at sort of reshaping the squad because he's got a lot of goodwill there I think for winning the FA Cup and being pretty close to getting them in the Champions League twice. I know obviously pretty close means nothing in this game but um who they're gonna get who's who's got a better stand in the game? I know you don't rate them Ali but <laughs> generally his his stand in the game is, is Pretty high, I would say.
0: our <laughs> base um,
2: Unless there's, you know, some amazing manager from abroad who becomes available, um, and let's be honest, there's going to be a few clubs who are in the market for them. I, d- I don't think that they'll be in a rush to to replace Rodgers, unless you know things go horrifically wrong. And I'm talking like they, they lose the next six in a row and go out of Europe and all that kind of stuff. I just think he's got enough credit in the bank to have a go at reshaping that squad and, and go again next
1: season.
0: I agree with Dave. Or-
1: yeah, I, yeah. From I definitely don't think if he lit, if oh. he was to leave in the summer, it would be the club's decision. It, I suppose kind of depends on because I agree that I think they do need like a bit of a squad's overhaul. It's whether I don't know money wise whether they've 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 sort of got the finances to. To, to do the overhaul that would be required to get them sort of back competing for the top five, top six again, so yeah, maybe may sort of want to keep an eye on with Leicester this summer, Is, yeah, I think there'll be quite a bit of movement sort of in and out of that club. Yeah, I, yeah. Think,
2: I, I think they'll cash it on I yeah. Think yeah. We'll use I think they'll use that money to do a bit mm. of wheeling on Dalen because I think he's... Got his mind elsewhere. I think. With, I don't know for certain, but I just get the impression that he's had better offers off his agent. Uh, and if he's not in European football next season, I think he'll want to be going to play in the Champions League at some point.
0: Yeah, I, I feel they'll get a decent offer for MDD as well. He's not been great this year, but I think his reputation will kind of go before him. Uh, and obviously, players. I could see yourself, Simon, going in for that an NDD like.
1: Um, I mean, I wouldn't be against that.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll go. That's the the games that we're all on this weekend. Before we do a little prediction on midweek, and obviously the City game tomorrow, we'll just we'll start at the bottom of the league. Um, I think we've all agree yeah, that it's it's three of the bottom five. Um, Norwich, I'd say, gone. I think we all pretty much. An agreement there played the most games, four points, five points, six points technically from safety of you hmm. to get ahead of the teams. I just can't see them making that up. Plus the game the hand. Burnley and Everton, it's really in their hands, um, but we went through the Everton, we didn't really go through the Burnley fixtures. Um, let's have a look. So they're home to Southampton. Oh, no, that's the postponed game, sorry. Home to City, as you said, Dave. Awaiting Norwich, which is a must win really. They've got they've got Watford in there. Also they've got the game with yourselves at the last game of the season, Dave. They've, um, they've got Spurs, yeah, theirs theirs isn't the worst. Um teams West Ham, Wolves, all teams that you probably should beat Burnley, but I've got nothing to play for. Them. But at least I've got Watford and Norwich in there.
2: I mean, fundamentally, Burnley have won three times this season in 27 games. <laughs> it's, uh, it's getting to this point where you have to think, like, you know, you're asking these teams to go on wins <laughs> and winning games when they just, they just aren't used to doing it.
0: Um, they draw 11 more games, that takes them to 32 points, and that beats the magic. <laughs> <that> I <think. laughs> um, right. I mean, we'll probably do this every week between now and the end of the season because it's so close to the bottom, but Dave, pick your bottom three.
2: Uh, Norwich, Watford
1: Burnley Sorry? Norwich, Watford, Leeds
0: And Norwich, Watford and Everton for me (laughs) (laughs) I just I I don't want, I I would rather my heart actually says it's going to be Norwich, Burnley, Everton Uh, I have a feeling Watford might (laughs) somehow escape with this but I just the, the win for Leeds today has, has survived it for me. Um, the mid tables is irrelevant uh, really. Um, but the top four, so we'll assume, in, we'll assume Chelsea, so we'll just fourth place, we'll go for I know, I mean if you want to pick West Ham or Wills in, in your <laughs> here, be right ahead. For me, it's obviously between Arsenal, United and Spurs. The result for Spurs is probably Dan puns up this weekend, but um, Dave, are you sticking with Arsenal? And if not, plead your case.
2: Nah, I'm sticking with Arsenal. Um, I think I, I think they'll lose to you in the week, but they'll still be you know a point ahead with two games in hand. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm sticking with the
1: Gunners. Hey, say? Si. Well, I've kind of always been on on the sort of opinion that Man U would just somehow finish fourth again, but. I'm sort of nah as the, the weeks go on, I think I'm leaning more towards Arsenal, especially with those games in hands.
0: Yeah, I I today changed it for me completely. I think I was Spurs before now. Um I was Wolves till they blew it. <laughs> Spurs today on Saturday, sorry, just made me wake up and realise Spurs are still Spurs. They just <sighs> they don't like good things happening to them. <laughs> And what I said earlier about Arsenal are very good at beating the rubbish teams. And there's a lot of rubbish teams in the Premier League. Um, and I just think they'll get enough points. I kind of agree it's with you. could uh, honestly The only two teams that you could see doing it are Arsenal and Man United, really. Purely on the basis, Man United have got the, the Sanchos and the Ronaldo's to, to skate them through. But any team with Harry Maguire on their team does not deserve to help so <laughs> It's a... Uh...
2: Arsenal, my new on the weekend of the 23rd, and I think that's going to be fairly pivotal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it brazen enough to say whoever wins that? Probably guess uh, I mean,
2: there's there's a lot of matches between now and then, but um, I I agree with what you're saying. We'll finish strong because it's just what they do, isn't it? Um, It's just whether Arsenal can just keep going. It's in their hands, really.
0: Especially, like as you say, we, we all pretty much agree that Liverpool should beat Arsenal. Maybe not as comfortable as we, we as a, as a hope, but it, it shouldn't be too much of a, an issue, really. It never really is. And it's how they bounce back from that, like right away. Um, Chelsea—they've secured for a place that's almost irrelevant. Talking about them, they're not, <laughs> there's no point in playing the rest of the games. So they're going to finish where they are. Um, and then obviously we'll come on to the top two. Liverpool now three points behind City, uh, who played tonight as you're listening to this at home. They're, uh, I can't remember, are playing Crystal Palace, don't know they're home, they're away. Away to Crystal Palace, who are obviously one of the teams to actually beat them this season. Um, so, prediction on the Crystal Palace Man City game first, Simon, and then thoughts on the title race in general.
1: I'll I'll go in Man City, but I think they'll struggle. Palace, traditionally, I've, I've always given them a, a bit of a bogey team for them, really. Um But I think City will win, and I do think they'll go on and win the league as well. I, I mean, it's so close, though. It really is difficult to, to court, and I think the game between yourselves will be the deciding factor, I think, in the title race. But at the moment, I'm, I'm just going to stick with City to win the league.
0: And Mr. Black, yourself, same
2: two questions. <laughs> uh, it's so difficult to say. Um, I think it'll be City, but I don't really know what I'm basing that on. I really don't. I may have said Liverpool last week as well, so that's how, that's how <laughs> on the pens I'm about it. Um, I, I, it's so close. I mean, both teams are um, streets ahead of everyone else in the division. Um you just think City's strength and depth will will carry them through, but like you said earlier, you know, will the Champions League be a distraction? Who knows? But I'm looking forward to seeing it play out as a neutral. Like it, it's what you want really as a as a fan. Have yeah,
0: the, good title been, the league itself is playing out as we've just the fact that we're talking about relegation, top four, and title race every week for the past what, five weeks now. You know, it's just fun, and as I say, we'll probably do this. Every week of the second week, you know, if the results change or either thoughts change, uh, bias or not, Liverpool are going to win the league comfortably. <laughs> um, I do think City will beat Palace tomorrow. I couldn't tell you when Man City will drop points. Uh, look, even looking at it right now, I can't see where City's going to drop <laughs> But Liverpool are going to win the comfortably, so that's that's all we need to know. Uh, they've, got,
2: they've, got to go to, they've got to go to, obviously, you, you've got you, but the week after they play yourselves, they've got Wolves away, and that's a game that they've traditionally had a, a few troubles
0: okay. with. is not there anymore, so...
2: True, that's true. They've got to go to West Ham as well, it's never easy.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. They've seen, obviously, they've got yourselves as well, and. They've got some. Don't get me wrong. They've got every game's hard, especially teams. I mean, yeah. So they've got they've got a team that like, sounds stupid, but they've got a team like Burnley, who could easily just sit ten behind the behind the ball and batter them and scrape a 0-0. I imagine they'll put twenty past Watford. <laughs> <laughs> they've got yourselves, and then even Aston Villa last game of the season. um...
2: Stephen Gerrard will be very, very keen for that to go. Well, you'd like
0: to think you'll have more of it, especially you know have the the title still on the line. I reckon he'll
2: uh, play. I reckon he uh, we'll the youth team and wear a t-shirt that says "Fuck you, Ali." Like, <laughs> uh, I'd
0: have more respect for them if we had done that. Than <laughs> the the anyway, uh, we don't really normally cover Champions League, but obviously there's some games on um, midweek, so. So we'll just go for a wee prediction. Uh, Ajax, Benfica, Dave. Currently 2 um Match predictions and who qualifies?
2: Uh, I think Ajax will. Benfica have been pretty poor this season, actually. They were surprised they got a, the draw. But Ajax are really fun to watch, as always. Um, I yeah. think they'll win. Yes, yeah, I?
1: Yeah, I'd go along with that as well. Ajax win. Yeah, uh, And then next up
0: we have Man United and Atletico Madrid, which is also one all a draw. Uh will come with you first in on this one? Man?
1: Uh, United, what, you, or? Nah Madrid's and Madrid are going through that.
0: Man United are home, remember?
1: Yeah, but Man United are also rubbish. Yeah, fair point. Dave
2: <laughs> Uh I think I think Madrid'll dominate the game and control it, and Man United will score twice in like the last minutes, out of nothing <laughs> and go through. Like, that's just what happens.
0: That's that's the logic I get as well. Uh, on to Wednesday evening, we have Juventus v Villarreal. Juventus, uh, I get a draw. Was there any wins in this group? <laughs> uh, Dave, I'll come to you on this
1: one. Uh, Juventus will go through.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, you, mate.
0: And then last up, I assume, because there'll be nothing on Thursday, we have Lille, Chelsea. Chelsea currently 2 0 up. Simon?
1: Yeah, I think Chelsea will see that through as well. Yeah,
2: Jay. the most interesting thing about this is how they'll get there. <laughs>
1: that have any effect
0: on your thoughts in the game. Uh, they'll be limited on how many staff they can take over, how much they're allowed to spend to go, unless the managers and players are going to pay their own.
2: Which, to be fair, they could. Like...
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, They're not going to run short, but would you? It's not, it's not your fault. Well,
2: well, it's not my fault, but if it was a difference between like the backroom staff getting paid or not getting paid, and that's I, was, 000, I was being that's paid three hundred thousand pounds a week. Yep. I'd have no hesitation in booking my own flight to France from that's London. That's like, it's not exactly the carabines, it's like I mean
0: give myself pay.
2: I just think in that in that situation the players who are clearly on a mint compared to like the chef should be <laughs> taking the hit. <laughs> um,
0: right, have you got a game at the weekend, Dave? Uh, no,
2: there's only four games next weekend, I and that, yeah. well, we're, we're playing. We're meant to be playing Crystal Palace, but they've got, had the nerve to stay in the cup this long. So,
0: because well, you've that's... got Everton on Thursday, uh, we'll just leave that then. We'll, we'll we'll save that and we'll cover that next weekend. Because if not, we're not going to have many games to talk about. Um, <laughs> what I will say, like, I don't really care about the Europa League as such, or or the conference. Certainly not the conference, um, but. I uh, just a wee shout out to the team that I probably hate the most in the world. But Rangers have been up in the last sixteen, last sixteen yeah, yeah. Of the That's impressive.
2: It is. Um, it is.
0: Going into a semi final. I mean, beating Dortmund obviously last round. I don't know anything about uh, the team they're playing.
2: Well. well, all I know is that Dortmund were the favourites and they've absolutely you know blasted yeah. them out. Um, they're going to be Red Star, Belgrade, obviously. Um, other teams left in, so Atlanta are obviously very good on their day, but very kamikaze sometimes. Um, Barcelona, I don't think they're taking this that seriously because they drew <laughs> no no with who are like 12th in the Turkish league. Praga um, <laughs> and Monaco, like, you know, it wouldn't be feared playing them necessarily.
0: I mean, Leipzig, got in it. Well, Leipzig, well, they qualified, didn't they? Because they've been given the game against Moscow.
2: Yeah, they've gone through by the old default.
0: Yeah, I do appreciate that, because especially if they celebrate it like mad, I'd love that.
1: <laughs>
0: West Ham Sevilla, whoever goes through there, arguably favourites, especially if it's Sevilla. It's their competition after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, think,
2: I think Sevilla will win that. But, well, they just, as you say, the Kings of getting through two legged ties, so yes. I've but, no doubt yes. they will again.
0: As, as much as I hate them, I just want to give them a, a little shout-out. I think it's good to see a Scottish team doing doing well and Gerrard actually heard them doing quite well obviously the last couple of seasons and my seems to have kind of taken on the mantle. As I say, that one last round against Dortmund um, was such a surprise even going into the second leg with a 4-2 lead. I just, I just felt it yeah. was just... I do wonder, I mean, I just in buts and maybes and all that as such, but if Haaland had been playing, had it, would it have been you know a different story but yeah hats off to them um but yeah that's enough of this european nonsense we don't we don't want any of that nonsense on a on a premier league review show <laughs> what would sean dykes think of me <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway that, that brings us to the end any any talking points you wish to bring up
1: nope not that i can think of
2: no i think we've discussed the talking points
0: excellent excellent right simon let them know where they can find you and what you've been working on
1: uh, so on Twitter it's at Siregan and for Villa fans the Holtcast podcast and the website seventy five hundred toholt dot com.
0: And Dave and yourself, uh, episode seven of the Pez Heads is out, which was a, an unbelievable joy to watch. Another, another I don't want to spoil it, actually. Let them if they've got to watch for the result.
2: It, it included the worst chip I think I ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it that was going well. There'll be another one this week. So. That's found on YouTube, which the channel's called CM9798 Plays. if uh, you usual on blogs on Twitter, the Twitter's at CM9798 and the blogs are on cm 9798couk
0: And you can find us at Man in the Post on all your social media platforms. We have currently got the World Cup of kits, and I think we all picked one or two kits each, and along with other people and you guys at home are voting. Um, it seems to be getting a decent amount of votes as well. So it's quite good. A couple of, seen a couple of random like big podcasts and big accounts kind of getting involved with. It. So it makes it a, makes it a little bit fun. Um, I think we're on day eleven. Uh, so five five more five more trips in this round, and then we'll be on to the, the semi by eight quarterfinal. Semi final. I don't know. I'm, I'm not very good at maths, but <laughs> um, thank you very much, gentlemen, as always, for joining me.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: And thank you all home for listening, and always remember, keep your man in the post.